Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Welcome to the You, Me, and the Scene podcast brought to you by Revival Recordings. Welcome back to the You, Me, and the Scene podcast, brought to you by Revival Recordings. Um, this is episode six, and uh, we have some special guests on later in the episode that we'll be chatting with Thrillhouse and Haley. And uh, but we wanted to start off with some news updates, what's going on in the revival realm, and just the scene in general. So um, last week was it last? It was it last Friday that the album dropped. No, it was the yeah, Friday oh, before. before last then, Friday. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Fall Out Boys, so much for Stardust dropped, and I think we all enjoyed it. I know I did. Yes. I mean I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very happy with it. Did you get a chance to listen, Haley? I did. I listened to it um <laughs> in the car yesterday with Andrew. Um, because I wanted to listen to it with someone that you know, knows the fallout boy catalog and, and things like that. So I wanted his opinion as well as my own opinion to kind of go off of. I liked it. I thought it was fine. He did not. He did not. He didn't like it. Um, he was just saying <laughs> that it didn't, I mean, like it was more of a pop rock feel. It wasn't really kind of like, I think people have said that it, it kind of harkens back to some older fallout boy and he didn't feel he didn't feel that way because he's like where's the pete went screams if it's old fallout boy or whatever and oh, I was he like, wanted like old old fallout old boy. old fallout boy like he said he liked i don't remember the name of the Pork album tree? no the one before Fol- that folate what is it called Fol- 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 do. he liked that and back <laughs> so that was that's that's his realm of it um but i thought it was fine i mean i the first couple of songs i was like this kind of all sounds the same um but then the more i listened to it the the more i liked it see coming from someone uh, that really doesn't know a lot of fallout boy (laughs) i know i mean basically as a fallout boy fan i was there for the first few folly ado i didn't you know the french one um Mm -hmm. i didn't really listened to beyond the singles until like adulthood and then totally tuned out everything they did in between that and what they're doing now um so i'm kind of in the same boat as andrew however this album does remind me a lot of infinity on high i don't think it Mm. tops infinity on high but it that's the old part of fallout boy that i heard i have had um which one was it i've had hold me like a grudge on repeat that and the song that I mentioned later for my song of the week have been my two like most played tracks over the past couple weeks. Um, so hold me like a grudge is like my top one on the whole album. Um, the, definitely not a no skips for me. I also I mentioned this yeah. to um, a friend at work the other day. I realized that I just don't. I could absolutely love a new record. It's just I don't get as completely consumed by new music like I used to when I was a teenager like when I was a teenager mm-hmm. and I listened to Infinity on High for the first time it was like no. devastating like world changing for me that album and I don't was awesome. exactly that was a good exactly album. and I don't it's not that 
other albums that one that's just an example it could be any other you know scene album but nothing has really affected me the way that music used to affect me when i was a teenager you know but that might just because i'm that might just be because i'm like old and grumpy you know (laughs) (laughs) i think it's interesting that's an interesting idea like to talk about as far as like how music affects us as we grow older like i would agree like when I was younger, like if there was like, if an artist that I loved had an album coming out, I would be on it right away. But now it's kind of depends, you know, (laughs) depends on a lot of factors. Did I like the singles? Do I have the time to listen to it at this exact moment in life? But it's it's, also, it's like part of our job to listen to new music as well. And that can make listening to new music for fun, a little bit exhausting. Right. I agree. And like Haley said, I feel like I have to like be in the right mood. Like I go through like spells where it's like, I don't want to listen to any new music. I don't care what's come out. Like I'll just go to my playlist that I've been listening to for the past 10 years (laughs) and that's all I need. And then there's times where I'll sit there and I'll like full isolated in my room listening to full albums. So um, I think that factors into it too but I think um certain songs like I think fake out was very like old fallout boy like Mm -hmm. for me at least like I got like the under the cork tree like vibes there and stuff but um yeah it's definitely not no skips but I am happy with what we got from because we got a a good old (laughs) Pete Wentz speaking piece at one point Yes. I did think there was specifically, I can't remember, maybe, which song is it where he's like, everything is lit except my serotonin? That feels so good. So, I'm pretty sure it feels so good. It's yeah. the one that, like, it really sounds like he they they sampled, like, a song from the 80s. Yes. I, yes. Should have the in front of me. <laughs> uh, which I do really like that song, but mm-hmm. when he said, everything is lit except my serotonin, I was like, that's a little tacky. And then he followed it up with everything is lit, but my lightning bolt brain. And I was like, ah, he brought me back in. If you know, you know, lightning uh, bolts in the so brain. Right, now. right. And I think it's great. It's just, there were a couple lines where I was like, Ugh, and then they immediately brought me back. But there's so many points throughout the album lyrically where it, whether it's, I guess uh, everyone says that like Pete writes lyrics. I don't know if it's Pete or Pat or whoever wrote I would never go. I just want to be invited. Everything's lit except my lightning bolt brain. Just, I relate hard to a lot of these lyrics. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think I think it had a good mix of, like, the nostalgia feel that we wanted from Fall Out Boy and then a little new stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was, like, what was that? It was, like, the song after Pete speaking that I was, like, eh, not, not a fan of this one. But... I don't really like this. I'm, I always skip, like, slow songs on most mm-hmm. albums um i also think it's interesting um because we brought up with like pierce the veil and paramore how their singles were like back to back on the album and then stacked the again singles yeah. are like yeah the first two three songs so that was um interesting to me that the first three songs are just like because that's like a pattern now that we're seeing which is interesting yeah i wonder if that's I like I really want to know if that's intentional. If you just yeah. put all the the stuff that everyone's heard at the front half of your record, like it just makes me think that people are going to skip a whole big chunk of it in their first listen. Yeah. In their first listen. 
Because um, we discussed, we were like, oh, maybe that's just like the story being told. Is that like, which I mean, it could be, but coincidentally, the past three albums that we've talked about that are big in the right. scene all have the three singles, three singles, three singles, back to back to back. So it's very, very interesting to me. Yeah, like I, that is a good, interesting point. Like I, we, I don't know that we've had any albums that do that. Um, and maybe, maybe it works, but like I don't know, I don't know. It is, it is weird because I've never seen it like that before either. I um, I still haven't gotten a chance to listen to it, but <laughs> you know that meme that's going around that was like in another life I would have loved doing laundry and taxes with you I didn't know what that was from and I was like that's got to be from the new Fall Out Boy album like that's got to be a Fall Out Boy lyric then like, but then I found out it was not and I was like oh I guess not I mean that's that's a fair assumption honestly they should incorporate in the next album I would just it sounded like an old follow-up boy lyric. Like if you had told me that that was off of like from Utter the Cork Tree, I would have been like, you're so right. That's hilarious because it does. I know. I saw you, I saw you, I saw you repost that earlier. So. <laughs> well, I keep seeing people use it and I was like, oh, it's got to be from the follow-up boy album because that it came out like simultaneously or yeah. people started using it simultaneously yeah. and Turns out it's just tax season. I just I wasn't around for when Fall Out Boy released it, so I came back to all of those memes and I was like, man, Fall Out Boy's done it again. There's a lot of this is another example of a fandom that I haven't really participated in. I have a hard time participating in fandoms as someone who views listening to music as a mostly solitary activity. But people speculate like as soon as the album came out the speculation about peak key and lyrics and all this other stuff i'm like this is too much for my adult brain so um i think it was cool back when we were younger that we didn't think of it that way or at least i didn't like i wasn't like oh this is about this song is about pete davidson it was like no (laughs) (laughs) this this is just like someone complaining about a breakup and like i didn't attach anyone to it but now i'm like ariana grande wrote a song called pete davidson Hmm." plot twist next on pete davidson's list of conquests is pete Wentz. (laughs) i would love to see that we love a, honestly a times that too. height that height difference would send someone <laughs> to the sky. It, it would be like ariana standing next to me it would it would oh, oh lord that would be shout great. out shout out to all the short kings by the way happy short king april we'll make that a thing should that be the title should that be the well i mean i guess well no the follow-up album technically came out in march i was gonna say short king april because pete is short and put out but never mind moments gone. Uh, it's fine <laughs> even when i went to that listening party and like i said on the last episode like listening with a whole bunch of other people like you just don't get the same experience and I am a very like like you said listening to music is like a very solitude experience um for me too so it was just very weird because I'm like all right it's not like the same vibe like but when I listened to it it came out and I'm sitting there I'm like okay 
I was even more. It's a solitary activity for me until I'm like really, really into the songs already and I go to see a band live and we're all screaming the lyrics. Like I very much have, I bring up the Wonder Years constantly, but those shows are very much where I'm like screaming, screaming, everyone knows all the words. That sense of community I really like, but not the fan theory side of like fandoms mm-hmm. and stuff because I think that can get borderline disrespectful sometimes. Um I just think but, it's like know. no one's business. Maybe that's just as someone who's had their privacy invaded on the internet before, I'm just like, you know, it's like really not my place to be speculating about who this could be about. Like just listen to the lyrics, enjoy them and stuff, but like Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. think like I'm not like that. Um I mean, I like the Taylor Swift like stuff, but that's that like goes. Taylor but, like, Swift is like a whole that, different like, animal because very, we all like, know that, it's true. No, but yeah, so that like that fandom, like she doesn't she doesn't sit there and try and like reel it in. Like she's putting it on. No, so she plants different. the seeds. I yeah. think that's a little. Different. And she does yeah. all the Easter eggs and all that, so that's a different thing to like have like that incentive of like oh looking at the music videos what's in there what song lyrics well if you get someone that looks like jake gyllenhaal to play the actor in your video we all know it's about jake gyllenhaal like yeah happens but um so like things like that but then you know albums like this um i wouldn't i wouldn't go and do theory who are they speculating because what what is the speculation just as I can't, who it was has a specific, no... I mean, this is from one TikTok, there's one person on TikTok who, she posts a lot of, fo- there's oh, a person okay. on TikTok who posts a lot of Fall Out Boy content, um, mm-hmm. and they, in the beginning of this TikTok said, oh, everyone thinks Heaven, Iowa is about Pete Key, but I think Heaven, Iowa is actually about the the woman that Pete is currently with and when they first got together because this 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 and this happened in Pete's life and they know like I mean not they are not very much not being disrespectful when I say disrespectful fandoms that's like not who I'm talking about but that's where I heard about these fan theories that like people apparently mm. allegedly thought that this sullen love song about hoping this person still loves you and all that stuff is about Pete Key and I'm like oh I don't know about that who is Pete Key? Who is that? Uh, Mikey Way and Pete Wentz. Oh! <laughs> I am interested now. You have my full attention. You have Pete Way, Pete Key. <laughs> I'm fully Pete invested Pete. in this now. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Hey, All right. Drinking the tea. <laughs> drinking All right. The tea over here. Uh, I think. I think definitely when fandoms start getting into that stuff, because it is there is some of that also. Like if you compare it to like taylor swift and stuff because a lot of bands will like say songs are about other females it's like if if nobody has come out and said anything about their you shouldn't speculate about people's sexuality don't don't, don't talk about it like it's not although a lot of people do come out and like are like oh she dated this woman secretly that like and oh my yeah. god, she but was, it's like, supposedly tied to us friends, about Mikey Way. So it's like the same with Pete and Mikey because it's been years and years and years and years of that. So it's and people like, won't. And even yeah. if it's just kind of like memed to death at this, well, yeah. I don't know. I never really. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to them in yeah. at, in that era when all that stuff was going down. Yeah. And like I said, I do think that this person. I'll, I'll when I go to edit this, I'll yeah. find who I was talking about that made the I TikTok. Think, but yeah. they're 
their theory makes a lot more sense that it's just about the person that Pete's with yeah. now. I'm getting um, flashbacks to Burt McCracken and Gerard Way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it's and the how same thing in a different font. Yeah, and how <laughs> Hospital on Lies for the Liars is about Gerard, but I don't think that was like in a sexual nature. I think that was more about like the evolution and downfall of their friendship. So I could be wrong. I think, I feel like I've talked about this with Sean before maybe I haven't um but I I think it's more important what a song means to you than what it means to the person who wrote it um unless it's like a concept album or something which I don't think this was so not that I've got any theme going on in there that it would be so can I can I mention something outside of Fall Out Boy yes yes um so I was scrolling through Instagram finally (laughs) And I saw, and this is going to mean probably nothing to you guys because it's the EDM community, but this, um, these, this artist called Slander is putting out a new song with Bring Me the Horizon and Black Bear, which I think is going to be super interesting. And not only that, but um, Elenium is doing, well, Elenium and Excision are both putting out new songs and Elenium is putting out a new album like a week from today or two weeks from today. Um, that's super heavy. Like, they got a ton of artists from the scene to come and, like, help out with them. So I'm super excited for this kind of mesh of two genres and two communities that I'm part of. So I'm very, very excited. And I'm also just excited to see what Bring Me the Horizon is going to sound like on the EDM track. So I was just going to say that crossover crossover doesn't shock me. That feels like an obvious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like when, like, I like when Bring Me the Horizon crossed over with Ed Sheeran and stuff. So I like when they, like, kind of do that um side note for anybody listening if they want an edm emo playlist we have one that e created on revival spotify so that has all like crossovers like that so and i'll put that slander song on it too whenever that drops i'm not sure what the date is i just know they announced it yesterday so well that will be the second of april at that point so Um, maybe it'll come out by the time this comes out (laughs) so cool um Also in the scene, we're recording this on April 3rd, so today was announced um, a tour that is All-American Rejects, Newfound Glory, The Starting Line, uh, Motion City Soundtrack. There was one more. There's one more. There's one more. That's a lot. That's a whole lot going on. That's already a lot. (laughs) Let me look it up, but I will say I... I enjoyed seeing All American Rejects at when we were young. Um, that was chaotic. Oh, and the Get Up Kids are with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that'll be a good tour. They they were like great. Like they were putting on a good show for what was going on. Um, for anybody that's fans of them, I'm a big fan of the Starting Line old stuff. So Newfound Glory is interesting. Yeah. As like a someone to back up all American rejects. But there was also I scrolled past um the Bad Omens tour announcement today as yeah, well. Yeah, they're with mm-hmm. Era and who else? I see stars. Uh yes. I, That's a name I haven't heard in a minute. This is just the issue is that that tour specifically is in September. And maybe that's just me going through my own shit, but I can't plan this weekend. So, like, <laughs> yeah. how am I supposed to plan for September? Yeah, there we... are a lot. I, I say this all the time. I barely can plan what I'm doing tomorrow, let alone, you know, like, 
Yeah, I can't think that. I never. I learned my lesson buying concert tickets way ahead of time before the what like when mm-hmm. the pandemic went. Yeah, down, so. yeah. Well, like I know that when I go to festivals and stuff like that, like ED on all. When I go to festivals like EDC, you buy them months in advance, but you also go into that knowing you have to buy them in advance. But the issue with this one, and I obviously love Bad Omens. They're one of my favorite bands right now, but it's like, you know, that tour is going to sell out. You know that like, it's all going to be gone in a matter of a few days or weeks or whatever. So it's like, okay, yeah, I want to buy a ticket for that. But I also don't know where I'm going to be in September or like what's going to cross over. And so I'm just like, okay. Okay. Like it's on fine. the note on the note of the Bad Omens tour though, as like I mean, I don't really have any strong feelings about Bad Omens. I think I think they're good. I just don't know a lot about them and I don't listen to them that much. But I do know that they're one of the bands that have been very vocal about merch cuts. Mm-hmm. So I wonder yes. if anything is gonna develop out of that as they go on another Or if I'm they plan that like around tour. that. It I don't know because merch cuts from my understanding and understand that my understanding is a little bit limited because I don't have anything to do with the contracts or the advancing or anything. I'm just the person who sells the merch. And then at the end of the night, I give the cut to the person I'm supposed to give it to. But from my understanding, the merch cut is worked out in the contract phase. Um, when the show's getting booked, it might be different for these gigantic bands like bad Omens, but like, as far as I know, it's not usually a surprise. Like it's a predetermined thing. So I'm interested to see what kind of, you know, if there's any more discussion about that as they're going back out on the road. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know how it's something they, I'm very passionate about. Yeah. I don't know how tours are booked necessarily because that's not anything I've ever done. But I wonder if there was some discussion with the venues, since they are so vocal about it in that contracting phase, if they were like, this is our stance on it, either take it or leave it. And if that played into where they're playing at all. That's the other thing. A lot of, I, we're get, we're going to run into a little bit of a time crunch in a second, but just for the record, uh, a lot of people are saying like, oh, let's boycott these venues that take merch cuts and stuff. But in my experience, at least in the tours that I've been on, like 90% of the venues take merch cuts. So like, where, where is the music going to be coming out of a pandemic where no one got to go see live music for two years or two and a half years or whatever it was? How would you navigate that kind of boy? I don't know. It's a very touchy subject that I'm sure we can get into on another episode, but just since Bad Omens is one of those bands that have talked about it a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Bars. Anyway. In the revival world, we are currently, we've put out, by the time this episode comes out, there will be three of the covers out. Um, We are doing a grunge compilation. It's all grunge. Um, I said to Kills. That's the title, by the way. It's called It's All Grunge. It's It's All Grunge. She's not saying it's all grunge. But like it is all grunge. Yes. So. (laughs) Um, so we have Viridians is out, I Set to Kills is out, and then this Friday is, um... At a time, uh, we'll be releasing Hand in My Pocket, um, and then the next Friday. I know! Next Friday... I'm sure I could go listen to it on Dropbox now, but I would, you know... (laughs) Right, I'm interested too. Yeah, um, next Friday will be Lost at Sea doing their cover of Zombie, and then Frontside will be be releasing their cover of Pearl Jam's Even Flow. Um, and then the whole and thing will be are... out as 
I know. It's so exciting. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, people you are, are very fine. excited about that front side cover because I know. if you know it what good. Walter's voice sounds like, I think it's yeah. gonna be very I haven't okay. listened to it. I, I'm I'm as a matter of fact, I'll probably go listen to it after this, but <laughs> Walter's voice is very fitting for that song. Yes, yeah, definitely. It'll be um, good. So yeah, those are coming out on Fridays. We, there's five total. Um if it goes well, we might do a volume two at some point down the line. It's oh, we will be doing a volume two. That's what I okay, call okay. grunge volume, volume two. two. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that that is a definite down the line. Yeah, we're going to take a quick pause, at least for you guys, it'll be a quick pause, and we're going to cut to a segment that we've already recorded. Um, Haley and I played a little March Madness-themed revival 10-year anniversary release bracket game with Sean Milky and Nick Honorado. Um, and if you yeah. don't know who they are, I don't know Why how you, you got here? to this podcast. Why are you so, here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and so, the ending, not to be like, the ending might surprise you, but the ending might surprise you. It surprised me. Uh, for sh- Not that, yeah. I don't want to say too much, but yeah. you'll see. You'll see. So, you'll see. Uh, yeah, so... Haley and Amanda have been along around a lot longer than me and E, so they have gone through the process with you know these bands that they're discussing. So me and E sat that one out because we just weren't in the making of those albums. That Although they were discussing, but Courtney was a tiebreaker for a few rounds. Yes, so. this is true. Oh, I, that's I true. Had to, had to chime in. Uh, so we'll see. You guys can leave in the comments on if you agree or if, you know, maybe you forgot about some of these albums that you're going to dive back into and excited about. So um, we thought it would be a good idea to post a blank bracket so people could oh, follow yes. along. Yes. Um, so look out for that. Um, so did you guys do Song of the Week at the end with them? We did. Okay. We did, but I thought if you guys wanted to add yours on at the top. Right. Go for it. Uh, e, do you have one? I do. Um, my song is Orange Juice by Noah Can Orkahan. I know he's said it a bunch of times. I don't know which way to pronounce it. And the Boston, <laughs> the Boston in me wants to say Khan, and I think that's correct, <laughs> but it's I, not spelt that way. So yeah, K A H A N. I think it is Khan, though. I think it's Khan. I feel like I've heard it said like that, but someone could have also been saying it wrong when I heard it, so. Yeah, I I just, it's a little, like, tidbit on that. Like, I just, if you want, like, if you're, like, going through it or, you know, you're homesick for your hometown, it's a great album to listen to, so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, my, I I binge-watched Daisy Jones and the Six. Did if you? Nobody has, if nobody has watched it, go watch it. Uh, so my that, song. The posts recently make more sense now. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I literally like. I mean, it's a limited series, so you know, it's just the one season on Amazon Prime. It's based off a book uh, that I've also read, which is really good. Oh, That's I ordered that yesterday. Did I couldn't get it to borrow. Um, oh, so uh, whatever. The story is loosely based on Fleetwood Mac of Lindsay and Stevie's relationship. Uh, the author saw the um, Silver Springs live performance that they did and was inspired to write the book. Oh, oh, that's iconic. Yes. So it's not a direct, but that's what inspired it. So um, a lot of the music, you know, you get those sounds on the soundtrack and stuff. Um, so Regret Me 
by Daisy Jones and the Six is Mine. But the whole album's good. If you are a Fleetwood Mac fan, you would enjoy the music that was created for this series a lot. So, nice. and I'm I'm a big Stevie Nicks girl. So, <laughs> so I have I have seen her live. Still kill, still killing it. <laughs> still got it. So, um, yeah, those are our two songs that we'll add to. Haley, Amanda, Nick, and Sean's, um, and we'll go over to the next segment, and we will talk to you guys on episode seven. All right. Uh, if you're listening to this segment, um, we're recording the intro later, but welcome to episode six of the You, Me, and the Scene podcast, brought to you by Revival Recordings. Um, you already know Haley and I, and probably know the other two people that are with us. Um, I'm here with <laughs> Nick Honorado and Sean Milky, the two label dads. Uh, <laughs> label dads, head honchos, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> you always wanted to have two dads, didn't you, Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the... I kept saying we had a March themed episode coming down the the pike the pipe whatever it's called and um <laughs> due to some scheduling issues it kept not happening but it's finally happening and we're doing a March madness themed revival recordings release bracket that's a lot of words we're taking 32 releases from revival's history in honor of the 10 year anniversary coming up um and setting them up in a March madness style bracket i want to stress that this is merely a game. Um, our label dads are very big sports fans, and I thought this would be a fun way to get them involved in the podcast. It really doesn't mean anything if you're in a band and you're listening to this and they don't pick your release. It's not... It, it doesn't matter. None of this is that serious. Just like you love all your kids the same, but sometimes you got to pick one over the other for something. Except sports and competition, and that was the only way we would get an enthusiastic yes to this. Sports, 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 sports. Well, you at least got a yes. I don't know about the enthusiastic part, but there was a yes involved. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Very briefly, before we jump into the game slash bracket itself, um, if you're unfamiliar, which if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know how you would not be familiar, but... Nick is partner at Revival Recordings, and Sean is president of Revival Recordings, and they are both in Revival Bands, if you would like to take some time to introduce yourselves. Nick, why don't you introduce Sean to us? Tell us who Sean is. <laughs> Sean is the uh, lead singer, keyboardist, and guitarist for TLE. That's right. <laughs> Nick is the guitarist for TLE and background vocalist for TLE. Perfect. There you go. Great. I don't think there's anything else Wonderful. I even know about myself other than that. No. I don't think there's anything else I know about, about you either. That's fair. Who, who are you? How did you get here? I don't know. <laughs> um, but it took me downloading three different apps to get here. So. <laughs> we often ask ourselves where, who we are. We have self-reflection on this podcast a lot, so you can feel free to do we that. Do get, we do get... Very existential. A couple more details about this bracket. We did put the releases in order of streams per song. So if some of these matchups seem kind of random, they're really not. They're just in order. Um, and I'm giving us a soft time limit of two minutes per round. And if 
we go over that, I might have to do an eh and say, give me your answer. Dog show. Also, just so everyone is aware that is listening, we did not have enough to do every single release that we've ever done. But we're doing 32 of the releases that we've done. For the sake of keeping this under two hours, um, it's 32 of the releases. (laughs) So also don't be offended if your release is not included in this. Um, Cool. Everybody, everyone good? Yes. Let's do it. Cool. So the first matchup we have is Better Off by the Home Team versus No Motive by Thieves. And your two minutes starts now. Uh, So... I mean, I'll jump in. I, I've i always loved the home team since we first heard this album. Uh, Fashion Forward has been one of my favorite songs. We had the idea together to make that cat video, which was amazing. Um, it was just a good themed uh, music, uh, and, and we really enjoyed it. Um, that being said, Thieves is like the real, the first true, like, straight-through pop-punk album for me that we put out for Revival, I guess for the label in general. Um, so that has like a special place in my heart for sure on, uh, for, for that album. Yeah. I don't usually go chalk anyway. And you all know how I feel about the thieves record. This is thieves hundred percent. Doesn't even matter who they were against <laughs> in round one. They were winning. Yeah. This is my UMBC pick right yeah. here. 16 over one. 16 I'm with John. Over one. Thieves. Thieves. 100%. Thieves. Yay, thieves. Nice. Your round two matchup is that Ain't It by Gold Steps, a very recent release, and Black and White by Artwork, a very not recent release. Your two minutes starts now. Sean wants to go first. Yeah, I'll go first this time. Um, I went with Recency Biasy, Recency Bias here, I think, uh, as much as I love the Artwork record and used to listen to it a ton. I'm just really super into Gold Steps right now, so I'm going Gold Steps. Artwork was really cool. I, re- I can still remember the first call that we had. I was driving down 95, coming from Maryland, North Carolina, when Sean shared this uh, them with me, and I listened to it. Don't do this at home, kids. I listened to it in the car, watched a video while I was driving. Um, Black and White is a fantastic song. Um, but we're doing albums, and we're not doing songs, and Gold Steps is definitely one of my top albums in that we've ever done. Uh, so, yeah, I'm on Gold Steps. Oh, We're gonna need you guys to start disagreeing at some point. Or <laughs> just, real quick. just wait till we get to that TLE matchup. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, round two. That ain't it by Gold Steps. Yay. Uh, round three is Damna by I Set to Kill against I'm Only Dreaming by Lilac Kings. Your two minutes starts now. So. Um... The Lilac Kings never really struck a chord for me in that in that regard. I'm not a proggy fan, uh, so that that kind of style um, and maybe I didn't just connect with it enough. But um, the the music that we originally heard from from I Set the Kill, including their single, really did um, hit home for me. And so I am uh, moving I Set the Kill on in my bracket to round two. Uh, Records-wise, these were close for me, but I have to go with my tour friends, so I'm going I Set to Kill. Sorry, Amanda, that's three in a row. (laughs) Well, (laughs) very, very tough competition here, clearly. You should have just said, hey, send each other your brackets and make sure every pick is different. No way. It's coming. Well... We'll 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 have the we'll have the the argue podcast the fight cast the fight cast <laughs> fight cast a- I like April it. Madness fight cast 
uh, fourth matchup is going to get at least intense for me. Alone by Avoid versus <laughs> Remarkable by Charlatan. I'm going Charlatan? Charlatan. It's Charlatan. It's Charlatan. Well, we yeah, all know who Amanda I've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, just because I'm an idiot doesn't mean I don't pick that record. However, your two minutes starts now. All right. Yeah. Uh, we were, Nick and I were just talking about this the other day that when we were trying to sign Charlatan, how pumped we were. I actually remember where we were when we were on the call trying to make to finalize that. I mean, it's it's one of the coolest records I've ever heard. Definitely one of the proudest records for me that we've ever put out. So remarkable by Charlatan. Benny is a really great guy, and the, the guys from Avoid are fantastic. I've never really had a bad experience with any of them. Uh, hang out with them any day of the week. Uh, that way, that being said, there's no problem that a ray gun can't fix. Charlatan <laughs> all the way. For what it's worth, I was also I'm very passionate about that Charlatan record, it's despite so not being able to pronounce their band name. It's so good, Such a and it doesn't even have a phone dance on it. Every and the stuff that they've done since being a revival band as well is yeah. also they're just like, a I just, really damn I really good love band. Them. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. Love the music. I remember when you brought them up that we you showed me you showed me Bone Dance, but then you showed me their sippy cup cover and the video is so amazing. I just, <laughs> <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> there's there's three tracks that we've put out, and what we've already touched on. I think they're just Charlton's the first one, but three tracks that we put out where I watched that video or heard the song for the first time. And I like jumped out of my seat. This is fantastic. And bone dance is definitely one of those for charlatans. Like they are just, it just makes me giddy thinking about it. So charlatan wins that round round five is going to be body wars by June divided versus piss poor by fever war Two very different records. Your Mm. two minutes starts now. Second song that I heard from one of our artists that made me jump out of my seat was Wrecked by Fever War. Uh, that split screen video that they did was some of the coolest stuff that I've seen. Can I curse on this podcast? Yes, you can. Yes. Okay. It was some of the coolest shit that I've seen. Whoa, whoa. Um, hey, oh, whoa. The transition <laughs> word or something. <laughs> Man. My, uh, I hope Kevin Bryan's not listening. Um, <laughs> I had a fantastic experience with June Divided at launch show. We got to meet them and got to, you know, watch them perform outside. And that album is fantastic. And they're Philly based, which puts a special place in my heart. Uh, but I'm sticking with Fever War. I'm moving Fever War on. Here we go. Uh-oh. 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 Uh, this is the first one that was weird because both records, as you alluded to, Amanda, are just wildly different. It's kind of... Yeah. Like judging a football team against a baseball team, but uh, I don't know. Sports, I just, sports, 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 sports. I just have very fond <laughs> memories of uh, discovering their music at launch, and I just absolutely love that record. It's still a record that I put on um, as recently as last week. So, Body Wars by June Divided. Oh, two different ones. All right. <laughs> well, I have a feeling based off of what I know about. Haley's music taste versus my own that we might also be very different Ooh, but for me personally that Fever War record is one of my favorite records like ever um, so I I do love June Divided as people and I do love their music but I am a heavy girl at heart and those nasty southern riffs scratch my brain the right way um, I'm going Fever War come on See, Haley you're, you're, you're totally right I would I would pick June Divided out of this one. Um, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. 
Um, but they, uh, the many times we saw them play live, whether it was here or at launch, um, that music just, it such a good, I, I love a good female vocalist too. So, I mean, not nothing against Fever War. I do love the Fever War album as well, but between the two, I would probably listen to June Divided more than Fever War. So, so now what do we do? I know. What do we yeah. do? Our instructions, the instructions I gave Amanda is if Sean and I disagree, they have to decide. We have to decide, Amanda. Ugh. There's got to be a third way to do so. Because now they're just going to rock, paper, scissors? Coin flip. <laughs> See, this is the tough one, again, because rock? it's two such different yeah. styles of music. That's yeah, the problem. it's hard. Because like, I like both records, but if forced right. to pick, you know, that's why I went where I went. Why don't you text Court and E and see what kind of responses they get? That's a and good idea. If they get back to us, they could be the tiebreak, or just one of them. Maybe just yeah. Courtney. Start with one. I'll send it to the. Two. I can tell you what Courtney's going to pick. It's going to be Courtney's going to pick June Divided. <laughs> yeah, Courtney. See, that's why I like Courtney. All right. Well, make sure she does, and if she does, then that's what we'll do. Yep, Courtney did pick June Divided. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. Well, I quit. <laughs> well tournament over. <laughs> well, I've done all I can do. <laughs> Anyway, I need to fire Courtney tomorrow. Moving on. No. <laughs> Moving on for the next round, uh, getting into a more similar era of revival and kind of similar music for The Dearly Departed by TFP versus Atrocities by Cabaret Runaway. Um, I don't know how much debate will be in this round. However, oh. I know Sean at least has more. These are all your tour friends, so you can't cop out that way. <laughs> no, no, no. I actually love <laughs> I, I love that these were matched up against each other because both these records are like the same era vibe for me in terms of how my memory recalls it. Um, but man, oh man, if there's one band that we signed that I feel deserved so much more recognition from anybody, it was that Cabaret Runaway record. I Ridiculous how many times I've listened to that record and still listen to that record. They remind me of Gatsby's American Dream, who I loved, and they were... It's just such a fun, unique record that the way I like to songwrite and the way my where my head goes that record does so many of the things that I would do and I guess that's why I'm so drawn to it but yeah that's a slam dunk cabaret runaway Nick so you got have, a minute 20 seconds oh this was okay. combined two minutes uh, man when I, I should start talking longer give him less time when I came <laughs> when I <laughs> when I came on board uh, starting with Revival it was right during this first wave I think I had just missed the first Migosh video and Casanova was was heading into or Cosmopolitan. I'm sorry, Cosmopolitan was heading into studio. Uh, Cosmoscope. Shortly changed. Cosmoscope. Jeez, I can't even get it right. That's how far along <laughs> that, that was. Uh, but we went we went for they they made the change of funeral portrait. We went for that video shoot at that warehouse, and that was that was a really cool experience because that was one of my first things that I did off out of an office for the label. Um, special place for me to have that experience. And so uh, I'm going with that album, TFP. That was uh, for Dilly Departed, Cos oh, Amanda, Cosmoscope, and Casanova right. was a huge, huge hit for me. So personally, just based off of when I joined the team, um, I, at the point that I joined, I had more personal experiences with the funeral portrait and I just knew them better. Um, I, I mean, not that that shouldn't matter. It's based off of the music, but I do also know that record better because when I joined, it was right around like pretty quickly after that record came out. So it was very fresh in my mind. I I'm going with the funeral portrait on this one. 
Um, I would. I swear to God, Haley. Agree. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna jump out my window. No. Um, I would. <laughs> I would agree. Um, out of the two, um, I know the the funeral portraits album better. Um, it is one of the ones, like Amanda said, we started around the same time. It's one of the first ones that we kind of worked on um, as a team member there. Um, so I'm going with Funeral Portrait too. So they win, Sean. Sorry. This is the problem all along. Even people on our team won't <laughs> give that record any love. Like, what's going on here? No, Sean, we suck. love. We love. <laughs> Sean just doesn't like losing. That's no, all. That's there's, true. There's, uh, honestly, <laughs> it's because there's a matchup later on that was really tough for me to decide, but now they're out of it. So now that matchup isn't there anymore. Mm. Well, uh, what what round is this? Six, five, six. So, either I had, way, I had Fever winning. Fever War winning seven. twice too. So, all right, matchup seven, uh, which is tough for me personally. Um, myself on fire by Alteris against Closer to Closure by Frontside. Oof. Your two minutes starts as soon as I get my phone unlocked. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, for for me, this this one was really close. Uh, mm-hmm. There's there's a song or two on each one of these albums that I really really enjoy. Um, but the the Alteris album had a little bit more of an artistic flavor for me. They got a couple of really great songs on there, uh, including the opening track. So I'm going with Alteris. Yeah, um, the Alteris dudes, they were always awesome enough to allow me to collaborate with them. And we had a lot of really awesome artistic interactions. And they were so open-minded to that collaboration. So I had a big spot in my heart with that record. So definitely Alteris record. All right. All right. Guess it wasn't that hard. I really love both of those records. Um, yeah. Sorry, Walter. Listen- we still love it. <laughs> Sorry, Walter. I've been listening to that record in particular a lot recently. Uh, I put it on at the coffee shop all the time. Anyway, the next matchup is interesting. The Incubus by uh, Famous Last Words versus The House Always Wins by Earther. Two minutes starts now. Um... Yeah, I mean, when we signed Famous Last Words, it was one of like the biggest moments of our label's history up to that point. And so that attachment will always be there with that record and how big and special it felt to us at the time. Um, not that I don't dig the Earther EP, but this one is definitely Famous Last Words for me. Yeah, it's the only band we ever flew across the country to lock something in to secure that they were going to be here. Um, so that... That was massive, and I, I actually I really love the album. Uh, I remember working with JT and the team, um, and their videos are fantastic. It's famous last words all the way for me. No offense, Arthur, just that's a tough one to overcome. I just thought that was. I mean, I know th- these matchups are all numbers based, so that matchup in particular is very strange to compare the music mm-hmm. side by side. Yeah, and I that also was really like. Tough. Yeah, that was a weird one, uh, which is what I meant by interesting. I didn't mean any sh- anything shady by that, for the record. <laughs> um, anyway, next round is Motion Sickness by Lost at Sea up against New Low by We Were Sharks. Uh, your two minutes starts now, Nick. Massive pop punk fan, always will be. That We Were Sharks album, that shameless song, uh, that hit for me. Um, that is, um, we were sharks all the way on this one. No offense, lost to see. It's just that's a tough, that's a tough matchup to be in. So, this was one where I knew that you would 100% stand on the We Were Sharks record. 
Um, also, being a pop punk person, I really dig that Lost at Sea record, but it's it's hard to compete with New Low. So it's got to be New Low. Uh, next round. <laughs> this one might get weird. It's <laughs> I can't listen to you all at once by TLE up against Novella by Viridian. Your two minutes starts now, Sean. Oh, I get to lead it off. It would have felt weird not to pick our record in the, in the first round, unless it was up against like a behemoth of some sort. Not that the Viridian record's not great, but come on. TLE, baby. Label dads. Let's go. Label dads. Yeah, even though it's, it's the uh, worst group of musicians I've ever had to work with, Cookie Monster being at the forefront <laughs> of that. Um, Egomaniac. I, uh, yeah. I to be uh, clear, he's talking, he's talking about... TLE. He is not saying that Viridian are the worst group of I mean, I don't know. Cookie Monster hey, Cookie I mean, Monster made a job for Viridian that. at some point in the past. I don't know that <laughs> whole story. Don't, don't step on me. Come on. Don't put words in my mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll also never forget the spit take that Sean and Drew had. Um, so uh, I, I really dig the Viridian album. I re-listened to it this week when I was uh, coming up uh, the road here, but uh, but yeah, Tilly. Us. There's just so fun songs. It's just such fun songs. It's also just fun to vote for us. Hard to go up against the bosses. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you can relate to them because you wrote them. So, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> uh, next round, another recent versus not so recent. No boundaries by Out of Time up against Body Works by Migosh. Not to be confused with Body Wars. This is Body Works. Very different album. Your two minutes starts now, Nick. Uh, so out of time, they they just like totally encompass the skate pop punk uh, feel to it. Um, the gritty voice, um, the the driving guitars, it makes me think so much of that 2000s era uh, pop punk. Uh, <clears throat> Trigger Thumb might be one of my favorite songs we've ever put out by Migash. And I just recently re-listened to that album again. And that front to back, love it. Every every part of it with Josh and Finch on those harmonies on those vocals. Uh, it's just so, so well done. Uh, me gosh for me. It's, it's stupid how good that record is. If you ever forget and then you go back and listen, you're like, my dear God, it's just so good. Got to tour with them, got to be in the studio with them. They were an integral part of this company becoming a company, uh, without their trust that doesn't happen. So zero question. Me gosh. But we do love you out of time. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> cool. Next round is going to be Nicholas Rage, Personal Party versus City of Skin and Bone by Convey. Two minutes starts now. Are we on Sean? Yeah, I guess Sean's so. turn. Um, yeah, I. this is one I left blank and came back to after the first round because I was legitimately down the middle on it. Um, but I ultimately went with Convey, and this is not to say that Nicholas Rage are not incredible musicians, but Convey are like scholastically good musicians and really enjoy their music for that reason, and that was sort of the tiebreaker for me, so I went Convey. Go ahead, Nick. Blame Canada. <laughs> I'm going Nick Rage. Hell yeah. <laughs> I gotta that say. A fun, great. That's a real fun album. I totally agree with you, yeah, Sean. Yeah. On the on the uh, scholastic side of things, like that, there musically, Convey is incredibly talented, and mm-hmm. I, I really do enjoy that record. Uh, there's just a couple tracks on the Nick Rage uh, album, uh, including Poison Ivy, that just that get me good. So uh, that's where I'm at. I gotta say, I was gonna before I 
set up this matchup and told you guys, but, you know, set up the talking about it, um, I will go to the mat over this Nicholas Rage record. I, <laughs> I love that record. It's Nicholas Rage, since even before they signed with us, have been one of my top played Spotify artists. Um, so I am 100% Nicholas Rage on that. Cool. Um, so <laughs> I am, I'm going with Nicholas Rage as well. Um, and you sure I, didn't cue that up like that. Well, <laughs> I want to leave you in suspense just a little bit. Um, but I, I, like everyone has mentioned here, I like conveys music. Their music videos were so intricate in how they thought about the, the visual of their songs. Um, but I'm a pop punk person in, in general. And so um, the personal party EP I've played on repeat several times. Um, so I'm gonna go with it. That's why I'm going with them. Good. Glad we don't have to go to the mat, Haley. <sighs> Take Sean to the mat. He's the one. <laughs> I'm coming here. for you, Sean. Tell your bands you guys won't defend. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next round, uh, another kind of out there matchup. Uh, I'm not, I guess, kind of different eras. Um, Price of a Nation from America Part 2 versus The Stolen by The Stolen. Uh, your two minutes starts when I unlock my phone. Nick. Okay. Uh, this is one that I picked, and then when I came back for the second round matchup, I actually went back and switched. Uh, I really this is this is probably the closest matchup outside of the the Alteris um, one that I had earlier. This is probably the closest matchup for me. Um, I'm going to be fine whether everyone agrees or disagrees with me on this. So, uh, but the uniqueness that I felt AP2 offered really struck a chord with me. Uh, I think that album is really cool. Um, I love what the stolen did in their own right. It's, it's indie. It's, it's, it's out there. It's fresh. It's a good feel that, uh, um, that overboard video where the bowling is really fun. Uh, but just AP two reminds me, uh, a little bit more of like what music like at once was the, the chaos, the, the uniqueness, the, uh, the sound of it all, um, the anti everything kind of approach. And so AP two for me. I listened through the stolen record and was like, I'm going to pick the stolen. And then I listened to, I don't want to. And I immediately changed my mind to AP two <laughs> because that song is just like a snapshot of how cool and weird and all over the place that band is. So AP two. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Those records are pretty even for me, um, but they're just very different music, um, mm -hmm. which makes for a very interesting matchup. Next round is Shatterproof by Shatterproof up against Grief by Alteris, which is the first release from Alteris that came before Myself on Fire. Uh, two minutes starts now, Sean. This was borderline unfair because I love both of these ones, but I went Alteris <laughs> earlier, so I went Shatterproof. Plus, the first time we realized mm. there was a violin in that band was a very memorable moment in our company's history. It was fun. That's the third song. The third of my three that made me jump out of my seat was when he came running out on stage with the violin. Yep. <laughs> and that was I, that was just it for me. I lost it. So I remember that moment vividly in the office. Yep. We all looked yeah. at each other and went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that wins. Definitely. But yeah, these, these two EPs are, the last round was pretty even, but these two are like neck and neck, especially because I have so much personal experience with both of those bands. So I don't think I would have picked, which is why I'm glad that you both picked the same one. So. <laughs> Uh, next round, getting we got two more matchups in this first round. Um, also, pretty interesting to put up against each other. It's XOX by Misery and Treadmill at the Finish Line by The Second After. Your two minutes starts now, Nick. Uh, second After for me. Uh, I liked this album by Misery. Uh, everything is fine. Um, it's a good song video uh but second after local pop punk sound uh it's just really cool for me and uh i, I really enjoyed it that's where i'm going they're local and pop punk is a cheat code when i can't make up my mind so tsa <laughs> yeah i knew how that one was gonna go um, <laughs> again also very passionate about that misery record yes um, very much so final round in this first round of matchups is the Cardinal by Versus versus Confessions by Alisana. Nick, you start this one. Two minutes starts now. Alisana. Alisana. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounce it right, Amanda. It's Did Alizana. I not say it? Please. Oh, I thought I thought I said um, the 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 Cardinal Sin. Uh, you know, saying Alice. Yeah. So the confessions rollout was literally the first meeting that I was ever part of um, when I came down to uh, Raleigh to join in on that. Um, so if nothing else, that for me is the the premier release that we had at Revival, and that's that's what I'm going to go with. I, I like Cardinal. It's just it's not entirely my vein of like super strong interest in, in that style of music. So it's good, uh, but uh, Alexander. Go ahead, Sean. I've never been one. Of, I've never been one of those people who like, oh, it's your own music. You can't listen to it or you can't enjoy it. I disagree with that take so much. I actually really love Confessions and listen to it a couple times a year. So, boom, piece of cake. Well, there you go. That closes <laughs> out. Because other people play on your records. That's why I've never understood the concept of like you can't listen to your own music and enjoy it. It'd be like if you made a movie and I can't watch this because I'm in it. It's like, well, there's dozens of other actors in it who are doing great work too and a director who did great work. So, like, you can listen through. That's like, interesting. Wow, Jeremy's such an incredible drummer. I get to just sit here and listen to him drum instead of having to play along with him. I don't never understood the, the thought process. I guess it hasn't, at least not with us talking face-to-face, -face, it hasn't come up before, and I really didn't know which way you were going to go with listening to your own music. Um, I mean, I guess it kind of answered the question when the TLE record came up. Um. <laughs> I was going to say also, too, we're writing right now, and I tend to listen to us a lot when we're writing, just as mm -hmm. inspiration or, hey, have we ever done this vibe before, or just weird things like that. It helps you get in the mindset, at least for me anyway. See, he said it. There you go, guys. They're writing. They're working <laughs> on new music. Happy he said it. There you we go. sure are, um, Amanda. Stop commenting about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, second round. All right, so we're going to start the second round. Yes, um, first up, we have No Motive by Thieves versus Gold Steps. That ain't it. Okay. Um, this is sincerely like a nostalgia versus right now battle for me. It's just so hard for me not to pick that Thieves record whenever I see it up against almost anything that our company has done. So 
love gold steps, but it's thieves. Thieves for me. Seconded. Mm-hmm. Moving thieves on. Love you, All gold right. steps. Second I love the thing. album, but yeah, again, thieves. Oh my. That's who it is. Everyone who hasn't listened to that thieves lucky, album, lucky. go it's, listen to it because it's ridiculous that it never got so off the good. ground. It's so good. It's unreal. That is it's one of those bands record. that sh- that. Yeah. I really wish got a little more attention than they did. And um, their live show is just... incredible, man. Yeah, they still play just a it great band with a great record. Texas. You guys got to go. I also really They're love awesome. that Gold Steps record, though. And Gold Steps, friend of the show. I, I would have went Gold Steps that round, personally. But next round, Haley, go ahead. What if the, hey, what if Thieves was listening to? What if Thieves was a friend of the show? Would you say the same thing? Hmm? Thieves, if you want to get on the podcast and be a friend of the show, you totally can. Hit me up. There you go. <laughs> All right. Next matchup is going to be Damna by I Set to Kill versus Remarkable by Charlotte. Come on, baby. Give it to me. All right. Two minutes now. There's no problem that a ray gun can't fix. Charlatan. Moving on right away. Sorry. I don't need to say Damn. anything that hasn't already been said. Charlatan. Moving on. Oh, my goodness. That took all of 12 Another seconds. Another upset. All right. Well, then finally we'll go to the next one, which is Body Wars by June Divided and for the Daily Departed by The Funeral Portrait. Two minutes now. Sean? So this is a little tough because that's not how I had this matchup. So I'm going to defer to Nick. And you can defer to me later if you'd like. Uh, it's funny because <laughs> so you go through and, and June Divided was not my pick. I had, I had Fever War there and I actually had Fever War right. in this matchup as well. Um, June Divided mm. was an incredible experience, as I mentioned, meeting them at launch, getting to uh, meet the team, um, and we did so much with them, and they were an integral part of our Revival 52, and TFP had a special spot because that was my first off-site stuff when we joined Revival, uh, but when I listen, when I look at them and I compare them side to side, uh, the full work of art for me is Body Wars by June Divided, that's, that's the direction I, I would go in here. It's funny because I had Cabaret Runaway winning this round because so I'm in the same exact boat as you. But if it did come down to this versus that, my personal experience with it and my relationship with some of the dudes in that band, I'm going to go TFP here. Oh, now we have to decide. Defer just to disagree. All right. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Keeping you on your toes, Amanda. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna let Haley go first. See, deferring. Mm, I'm just deferring. Well, really just hey, disagree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, this is hard. Because um, I think both albums are very good. Obviously, I was gonna go say ahead. me and Haley, since we joined around the same time, we have similar experiences with both of these releases. So, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, they're both good albums. If you, if I had to put them next to each other, like it is here, I'm gonna stare at them real hard, and one's gonna jump out at me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say "Body Wars" by June Divided. I just, I just can't. I just gotta mm. pick them. I just gotta pick them. It has to happen. Do it, Amanda. I wanna disagree, just because. You know, again, personal experience, but I think one for the sake of time and uh, two, I also do. 
for this no genuine because i don't you know we our tiebreaker is not in this conversation right now um mm. i'm gonna go june divided as well since i did not show them love in the last matchup and i do also love that record so that's funny it's funny how that just went down because both sean and i did not have the matchup and we both picked the artist that we did not pick the first round that's right Oh, I picked both of those oh, two in the first well, round, so... Let's just make this the Haley bracket. Everybody, Sean, we're done. We can just leave now. Uh, Haley's just going to take easy. over. Listen. Haley Madness. I mean... Haley Madness, that's right. Um, <laughs> Let the record show, too, by the way. I'm completely fine with that record moving on. Yes. They're both great. Um, all right, so the next round, we have Myself on Fire by All Terrace and The Incubus by Famous Last Words. Two minutes starts now. Oh, I guess it's me this time, isn't it? Because I deferred. Because mm-hmm. uh, the deferment. <laughs> yep. The deferment. Yes, you okay. deferred. Yeah, yes. So we're yes, deferring back it up, to you. So now it's your turn. <laughs> We've already said everything we feel about these records. I just went with my heart, so I went with Alteris. I'm going famous last words. There you go, girl. <sighs> I feel like now they're like they've got the gist of it. They're like, I'm just gonna pick. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going Alteris on Ooh. this one because. Myself on Fire is a really, you know, core. I don't know about if core record is the right term, but I remember hearing that record before it came out and being like, damn, this is going to be a, a big one. And that's very underrated, going. underappreciated band, Alteris. They, that's a great, great record. And great, great Love people, it. too. So, yes, 100%. Uh, between these two, I'm going. Thank you, this. Oh, we got another deadlock. Got to text Courtney. <laughs> but, but Courtney would probably not like either. <laughs> well, not not like. That's not what I mean. She's Courtney just not is a not a heavy music, music person, person. But I guess she would pick Alteris probably. Well, then, I, I might yeah, say she's going to pick Alteris. I'm texting we'll Courtney see. now. Let's see how much I know Courtney. I still listen to Bury My Burden on that Famous Last Words album whenever I need to feel like I have to run through a brick wall. So that's that's one of those for me. It's a good, it's a great song for that. And the artwork, like like the special artwork they did for each track, was just so cool looking. Do we want to continue while we wait for Courtney? Um. Well, we she's not even typing, so right. we yeah. can come no back. No dots. No dots. No dots. We'll come okay. back. We'll come back. Um. So the net. <laughs> The next two are New Low by We Were Sharks and I Can't Listen to You All at Once by TLE. <laughs> oh, and they're they're both so, pop guys, punk. They sure are. Both pop punk. Is that me? <laughs> two minutes starts now, Nick. Drive to Records was the best label ever of anything. Oh my god, TLE. Respect your elders, baby. TLE. <laughs> <laughs> If what only are we, we were Sharks older than us, then maybe we would have gone that way. But. <laughs> I feel like we need another TLE yeah, she, Don't Don't so blow over that question. Get on that. <laughs> there's already, there's, I already have a handful of TLE demos. I don't know about Nick, but it's coming. I have a handful of Sean's TLE demos. See, the fun part is, and we discussed this a little bit, is that by the time we write the next one, our kids are older, and there's new annoying things that they all do. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be about that. <laughs> it's going to say, I can't coach all of you at once. Yeah, I can't coach all of you at once. <laughs> I have a more appreciation of the TLE music 
when I became a mom, I have a more appreciation for it now because I can totally understand it. Not exactly, but I can totally. We pretty much should have won a Grammy is what he's saying. <laughs> I mean, I can't relate to it that way. I'm not just as someone who has been an Alice Santa fan for a very long time, it was really interesting to hear Sean's voice in a different context. Um, which is why I like that record. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, Courtney got back to me, and yeah. she said famous last Uh-oh. words. So, oh, surprise! <gasps> she picked famous last word. That is a surprise. I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me add that to there. Um, all right, so moving on up, it's going to be Body Works by Migosh versus Nicholas Rage. Personal party. Two minutes starts now. Sean. Shauna, I think it's yeah, yours. It's me. That's. For all the reasons I listed before, Migosh is not losing in the second round of my bracket. Ditto, Migosh. All right. Moving on to Price of a Nation by America Part 2 versus Shatterproof by Shatterproof. Now, not a toy, um, but Shatterproof back then. (laughs) Two minutes starts now, Nick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the violin! If you're, you're not yeah, watching, he's violin. playing a fake violin. Okay. Air violin. Yeah, if you were not watching, he was demonstrating that he wants shatterproof for this round. Correct. <laughs> uh, I will not make any grand gesture. I will just say shatterproof. <laughs> okay. So grand. Perfect. All right. So then that brings us to the last uh, matchup of this round, which is. Treadmill at the finish line by the second after and confessions by Alisano. I am going to weirdly stick with my bandmates on this one. Still confessions. Okay. I'm going to less weirdly stick with your bandmates on this one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love y'all second after, but you went against the boss. So yeah. Yeah. The boss Elite eight. boss man. Going into round three. The first matchup is No Motive versus Remarkable. Two mi- well, No Motive by Thieves versus Remarkable by Charlatan. Two minutes starts now. Nick. Now we start getting to the mat. This is this is some hard choices mm-hmm. in the Elite Eight here. A lot harder. Agree. Some of them were tough, but this has becomes a lot harder. Um I think I finally have to go against the this Thieves album here and, and Remarkable is uh it was just such a special thing for me, and, and I can remember uh, so much about it and the experience and talking with the band and having those conversations and experiencing Bone Dance for the first time. I shared that video with so many people, and it was just like, all right, uh, so Charlatan for me. I'm going forward with them. I love the Charlatan record, but I can listen to the Thieves record in any mood that I'm in, and that's what like that's the only way I could pick between these two because I adore both of these records very, very much. But Charlton is definitely, I have to, it's moodier is all I can think to say, right? You can throw Thieves on in any situation and kind of vibe with it. Charlton's a little more flavored that way. So I had to go Thieves. Yeah, I knew it'd be tough to get Sean to go against that Thieves record. Um, (laughs) My pick in this matchup. So now we have to pick. Yeah. My pick in this matchup is going to be Charlatan because I am, I myself am moody. So there you go. 
<laughs> I don't think there's a wrong pick at this point with any of these albums. No, that is really nice. It's it's not. It's just it's just it's hard just like to pick. Thieves is the writer. Um, I <laughs> I <laughs> I was actually gonna go with Thieves, yeah. Sean. Um, so you're not about to swerve on me, are you? But um, Charles, but... no, 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 no. No, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go with Thieves for this one. So we gotta bring oh, Courtney in. Text in our tiebreaker now. Thieves versus. All right. Oh, she already got back to me. Uh, she says Charlatan. Uh oh. Ooh. Courtney is not on Sean's team today. Nope. <laughs> she sure ain't. She doesn't right? know that. But... This is making up for that time that you beat me for twelve hours in cornhole. I will never forget that. Next. <laughs> it was. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh let's see here 12 hours i'm surprised you played for 12 Are you? hours i'm not <laughs> not you Sean. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised i didn't play for 16 hours anyway moving right along the next matchup is body wars by june divided against the incubus by famous last words whose turn is it to go first nick oh, your, your two nick. minutes starts now Famous last words. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably have to say the same. Concept record takes the win here. Yeah, it's a really great album. There it you is. go. Time up. That's true. Ta- well, Woo. getting shorter and shorter here. Um, this was the matchup that I was waiting for. Oh. It's going to get real weird. Oh. Uh, I Can't Listen to You All at Once by TLE against Body Works by Migosh. Two minutes starts now. Sean. As much as I love the dudes in TLE, I gotta go Migosh. <laughs> Funny, because I've had such a different experience uh. with those guys in TLE. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, so this bracket is going a lot like what mine looks like. Um, I think I've only had like two or three that are not the way that I expected them to go. I could probably thank Courtney. I'll write her a letter. Uh, thanking her for some of the tiebreaker picks. Yeah, I didn't realize this uh, was Courtney's I, bracket, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also had Migosh. I had Migosh over to Damn. I think our, Honestly, our was not expecting there. that. Bum, bum, bum. Throw me some curveballs here. I didn't fill out the brecker, the, the brecker. I didn't fill out the bracket ahead of time myself because <laughs> I knew it was mostly y'all. Um, but yes, another. I, I could see it going that way. It I could just, see the picking. It's starting to feel a little bit like nepotism to keep picking that record. Like once it was up against Migos for me, it's like as much as I love our record, that, that Migos well, record is stupid. Great segue. Speaking of nepotism, it's <laughs> Alice Anna Confessions <laughs> up against Shatterproof by Shatterproof. Two minutes starts now. Wait. Nick. Um, would you say that this is almost karma? Or perhaps you're talking because you have nothing to say. Shatterproof is remaining in the driver's seat for me with the definition of this is Ooh. Uh, ooh. Me as well. I picked Shatterproof nice. over Alice Anna here too. Wow. It's actually, it's actually oh. how I had it before too. Like none of it, none of that part of the bracket changed. So yep. I had me Shatterproof too. here initially. This is my final mm. four. This is it. my exact final four that I had. Really? I had two wow. four. Well, Courtney going... picked the other two on top, so. Who were your other two that you didn't have? Thieves? Wait, who was in my final four? It was uh, yeah, Thieves. 
Yeah, it was Steve's on the top, and it was who the heck? I see. I've been I've been erasing them and replacing was it them. Cabaret. With the cabaret. Yes, cabaret. Okay. So it was cabaret <laughs> and thieves, Migosh, and shatterproof. Yeah, that doesn't surprise. I I pretty much pinned that you would have those two albums going pretty far. Yep. Those are always been good ones. So. Haley, if you would like to introduce our, what are these the yep. semifinals? Is that what this yep. is considered? I don't, final four. Final four. Final four. I don't sports, so final four. I don't really understand how this works. Sports. I don't sports and sports, I don't sports, math. Sports, sports, sports. Yes, final four. Final four. Okay. This actually works out because we're filming this on the day of the championship of the NCAA tournament. So it actually works out that we're doing the bracket this this day. Um, all right. So the first matchup for the final four is Remarkable by Charlatan and the Incubus by Famous. Two minutes starts now. I go Sean. first, right? Yep. So I, again, this was not the matchup I had. So I'm thinking on the fly here. So I, I have to go gut. I don't have any choice but to go gut because of the two minute timer that's creating all this pressure. Gut, 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 um, gut, 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 I suppose gut, I can gut. let it run down in 10 seconds and just sit here and think for a while. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Charlton. Ooh. Mm. So when I did this the first time, I went through and I penciled this in, and this was the matchup I had. And uh, I went through and I picked Famous Last Words. But now I'm reversing course and I'm picking Charlton so that we have... Oh, oh man. my gosh. Plot twist of the century. <laughs> Good old Charlatan. <laughs> Good old Charlatan. What, what okay. were they? Hang on. Let me go back and look. They were a... 13! 13. I love this. I wasn't even considering yeah. that part of it. 13. <laughs> yes. And then we have uh, Body Works... Uh, me gosh, uh, which was a number three, if you're wanting to know, and Shatterproof by Shatterproof, which was a number five. Ooh, getting close. Two minutes starts now. Nick. For my money, there's nothing better than to hear uh, middle-aged men make uh, guitar and violin noises with their mouth. So <laughs> when you talk about like the main <laughs> songs for these albums, that always stick in my head. It's the openings to tracks and it's that trigger thumb that do 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 from the bass line there and then the uh violin i think it's for so punk that you guys were just treated to a musical genius there and i you're welcome uh going forward uh the violin for me continues to reign supreme and so i'm taking shatterproof mm. you had every chance in the world to say so i'm going with me gosh after you <laughs> violin their whole ep uh even though i i know where this is going to end up going based on the the group consensus i was me gosh here and this was actually my matchup um that i had it was the toughest call for me of all of it but my yeah nostalgia reigns supreme for me i went me gosh Despite that, I know that Shatterproof is going to get the vote right here. So. <laughs> I mean, it's just it. I'm, I'm not an idiot. You don't well, know that. Of <laughs> you don't know that. Um, well, I went Shatterproof, so <laughs> sorry. No apologies necessary. I, that's the that's the album. That's the album I listened to more than I listened to that album more than I listened to the Migash album. Yep. So that's why I I'm also them. going Shatterproof. I. I'm a violinist. But well, I'm I, I, I'm still a violinist technically. I'm going shatterproof. So, 
All right. Well, that leaves us with the final championship oh, round. Sean has to go first, um, or do I have to, to go first? Who has to go first? Wait, 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 wait. Before we do that, <laughs> before we do that, let's talk about how unexpected, at least for me, I really did not picture these two mm-hmm. being the the final the final matchup. I didn't is either. Remarkable by Charlatan mm-hmm. against Shatterproof by Shatterproof. Um, and given, yeah, I'm I'm honestly surprised that Thieves and Famous Last Words and Alisana are not in this final round. That's um, what happens when 13 seed charges the finals, you know? Where was Shatterproof? Yeah, no. Who's their seed? Five. So five and a 13. They're five. That's actually kind of in line with this year's tournament. A lot of high seed upsets. So. Would you guys like to do one, two, three, say it? Yes. It's one, yeah. two, three, yeah. then we say it, right? One, two, mm. three, say it. Okay. Gotcha. Say it, yeah. Right. Y'all ready? So do we say say it or do we say the band? <laughs> we say the band. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Say it. All right. yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we clear? Who's ready? Hold on. Who's counting? Count. There's no yeah. delay okay. or anything weird, right? Amanda is okay. counting. Okay. All right. Ready? <laughs> one, two, three. TLE. Oh my God! <laughs> not even on the bracket. <laughs> That's the big swerve. Like we wouldn't have a record to win this that? tournament. You out of your mind? <laughs> we- That's how they should have done the Grammys too, for what it's worth. So. Oh my gosh! I know we nice. weren't nominated, but how did I know? We couldn't get a straight answer from yeah. John and Nick. Well, we're we right. nothing if not predictable, Haley. Uh, I've worked with you long enough to know. <laughs> I'll jump out here. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with with Charlatan. Um, I, I think that both these albums are probably two, my two favorite, if not, maybe two out of the top three that we've ever done. Um, so I'm really happy that these are the last ones we have to choose from. Um, and I probably give Charlatan the lift uh, for the one reason that Shatterproof isn't Shatterproof anymore. And so that that that's a little sting there, but uh, I think they're both fantastic. Uh, but I'd I'd lean Charlatan. Some bands are bands to be bands. Some dudes and gals join bands for various reasons and differing reasons. And we've had the privilege of working with a handful of bands who their art is the number one, no matter what. And that Charlatan gives up nothing for the sake of their art. Like that is their number one thing at all times in every single decision they make. I, that vibes a lot with what I think making music is all about. And it's, I remember the early conversations we had with them, how important it was. I mean, we're an artist first label anyway, so that's never even a question for us, but them driving that point home, even knowing that always driving that point home in every discussion and always making their music the way they want it to be heard, not the way they think somebody else wants to hear it. Um, that's So in seeing this matchup for the first time, that's why I would easily pick Charlton over the Shadowproof. There you have it, folks. Nice. Yeah. Yay! 2023. I, would you say it's uh, remarkable? <laughs> remarkable <laughs> that a 13 seed one, huh? The, yeah. the, the, dad, the dad jokes. The label dads, that's there right. you have it. Uh, the 2023... The 10 years of revival (laughs) celebration bracket winner is remarkable by charlatan if you guys have not listened to that record you 100 percent should 
It is absolutely wonderful, and I support this outcome. I also would have gone charlatan. Um, Excellent. As as I let you guys know before we started recording, we do a song of the week every episode. Um, I don't know if you guys have your songs of the week, but again, since I'm talking, I will go first. My song of the week is Leech by World Divided. Um, I've shouted out World Divided on this podcast before. I was going to do a Fall Out Boy song, but I know we're going to talk about Fall Out Boy in the intro, so Fall Out Boy does not need my shout out. Um, (laughs) uh, World Divided put out their new record, I think either last week or the week before. It's really good, Um, and Leech has literally been on repeat since it came out, so that's mine. Uh, Nick, what's your song of the week? (laughs) <laughs> so uh, yesterday when I was in the car, uh, my children of 11, 13, and 5 typically control the radio. Uh, they had pulled out some books and were reading, and so I took the opportunity to try and go back and listen to some things. Uh, and so I listened to a couple different albums on the way up. Uh, but I've been doing a lot lately to, to kind of expose them more to what I used to listen to. Um, and the song that jumped off, the page of me that I loved and I probably listened to it four times in the car and they told me dad enough we know this song already was your stories my alibis by matchbook romance which is one of my all-time favorite songs and uh I could jump through the roof of my car listening to that with excitement and uh, I almost broke the steering wheel beating on it so that's where I'm going oh nice that would you wouldn't want to do that while you're driving yeah another thing to not try at home um, I guess I'll go next for my song of the week. Um, I, in the car, I don't usually listen to the radio. I just kind of listen to, um, either Spotify or we have a USB drive that we put in that just has a ton of music and then we shuffle it and stuff. And so this song came up while I was listening to it driving. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, Chasing California by O Weatherly. Um, they're relatively, um, they were, they've been around. I don't think they're, I don't actually don't think they're a band anymore, but that album, when it came out, I listened to it, um, several times. And so it's a one, a good one to go back to. So I do a good bit of long distance running. And lately I've been listening to a lot of hip hop when I run, which is not always my like go-to mm. immediately. Um, there's a couple artists I really dig, but then when my playlist will end it, you know, Spotify does that thing where it just starts shooting stuff at you. And about a month ago, I came across um, a Canadian hip-hop dude. His name is Connor Price. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. But he's got this really, really cool new track out. It's called Spinning. And he's like entirely self-made, like all self-released music. And what's really cool about him is uh, he's a clean hip-hop artist. So like his subject matter, his content is all clean. So like being a dad, I can listen to Connor Price around my kids and they can enjoy it too, which is kind of cool. Um but yeah, there's um, Spinning's the main one that's jumped out at me. He also has one that I'm spacing on the name of it, but he talks about it's all about like being cool, but also being a straight A student. And I know that sounds kind of corny on the surface, but like the lyrics and stuff, it's really <laughs> cool the way he plays it out. He's really, really good. Um, his songs are all really short too, so he's not like a you know if you want to listen to him, you can get through a lot of his stuff pretty quickly. But Spinning by Connor Price. I was picturing, as you said that, I was picturing a Will Smith song <laughs> from back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, Fun I fact: sort of I similar. almost went with, I almost went with NF um, and that hip hop rap vein. Um, NF is also a clean rapper that my kids 
love and listen to. And actually, my youngest has really taken uh, an interest in him. He's got a song called Motto that he's been listening to over and over again. So I almost went with that. We can throw both of those on the playlist. You don't. Well, let's sure. throw both of them on there. And um, has has uh, quite the following. So if you're trying to help him out, it's probably not going to help any. But uh, <laughs> it's still a good song, and it's fun, fun music, and it's clean. On there, you have it. On that note, well, hold on. Uh, since since you did one old school <laughs> and one new thing, because I had an old school one picked out. Oh my but gosh! Hold on. Then I looked at your list and stuff, and I was like, oh, they probably want something more current. But my I had an in sync song on there. <laughs> no, I guess you're right about that. Anyway, but if we're gonna do two, like it's one true. current, one not, uh, Galapagos by Smashing Pumpkins. I've been listening to like crazy lately. So nice. nice. Is there anything else it's while we have y'all on that you would like to shout out on the podcast? Anything to plug? I know you're the bosses, so we kind of have the same things to plug anyway. But is there anything specific that we haven't mentioned that you'd like to throw out there? You go first. Uh. Courtney and E, we missed you. It would have been fun to have you guys on. Thanks for your picks, uh, Courtney. Yeah, thanks for the picks. Yeah, thank you, Courtney. Um, (laughs) I would shout out, just go and listen to those albums. If you don't have all the time in the world, uh, at least uh, Final Four, uh, fantastic music. Um, You know, we stand, we really do stand by what we, what we put out and, uh, they are, they're really special albums to, to me specifically, and I know they are to Sean as well. So uh, go, go give them a listen. Um, add them to your uh, workout playlist or something like that. But there's a That should be the whole point of this, right? To go listen to music you haven't heard. That's what I would do if I saw something like this. I would want to hear all the mistakes we made with our picks. And you don't know if they're mistakes until you listen to all the records. Hearing some salt from Sean. That's true. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I meant Uh-oh. our own collective mistakes. Not Courtney's mistakes, which were a lot. <laughs> not, not Courtney's mistakes. Um, cool. Uh, thank you guys uh, for... Hold on. Oh, go ahead. I don't get go the ahead, plug. Go ahead. No, I didn't know you... you... Plug. No, go ahead. Plug. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. I was going to throw you a bone here because we haven't officially like, announced it or anything like that, but... I can say, yeah, when is this coming out, this podcast? Monday. Next, Next Monday. Monday. Yeah, I don't think we'll have announced it yet, but we're doing, uh, Allison is doing three more legs this year of the A Place Where the Sun is Silent tour. We should be hitting all of the same markets we just did last year for The Emptiness. So if you saw us then, come see us again for a whole new record experience. There you have it. The announcement That's going in the liner notes. Woo! That's going in the liner notes, and don't you dare tell them the timestamp. yes we are going uh can i say when it's projected to happen brief like window wise it's just similar to last year so if you saw us last year it'll be right around those same time frames Um, Um, but we should be announcing it pretty soon anyhow um so be on the lookout for it i guess but yeah june august and november i think this year indeed um and i will be there behind the merch table so i get to see y'all again as well um, and a lot maybe, of songs yeah, are going to be played that I don't think at least I've never seen them play live before. There are a few songs in that record that have never been played live. A few that have been played very few times. And then there's some that, you know, have made a lot of the rotations, but it should be fun. It's a way different vibe than the emptiness live. So it should be a good time. We're all very excited. Um, now, truly, thank you guys for being on this episode. I know it was a long time in the making and kind of a hassle to schedule, I'm going to let Sean get back to writing and working on new music. Um, Thank you guys for listening. As always, follow our socials, all that good stuff. And we will see you the Monday after next.
Sound good? Or right now. Right. Since this is recorded. <laughs> As it were. <laughs> All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye. guys. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the You, Me, and the Scene podcast. New episodes are released every other Monday. 